0: To the Turning Point Project. I'm Helen Rubello, founder of the Magical Life Movement and author of The Magical Unfolding: Eight Magical Processes for Peace, Potential and Purpose. And I believe that when you face transitions in life, you have to find a way to move forward through the messy bits, even when you feel scared. In this project, I talk to inspiring conscious souls about how they used a turning point to move from a life that didn't fully fit towards living a more intentional, fulfilling life despite the messy bits. May these stories inspire you to trust your turning points and to always believe there is magic to be found in life even when you feel stuck in the messy middle. And if you haven't yet ordered your copy of The Magical Unfolding, Head on over to the website to gift yourself a copy so that you can get all of the bonuses on offer to help you shape your next decade differently. Hello, lovely soul, and welcome to today's episode of The Turning Point Project, which today is with me, Ellen Ribello. This is a solo episode, and today I want to share a little bit about what I believe the most powerful gifts are from Turning Points. And as I'm recording this, you may occasionally hear noise in the background, for which I apologise in advance, because right now, everybody is at home in the UK and around a lot of the world as well, because of the current worldwide pandemic. And that means finding quiet spaces from which to record in a flat when your neighbours are outside, And children are crying is a tad challenging, but I'm sure you'll forgive me for that because the gift of that is I also get to hear the same child laughing, playing, running around and giggling. And it reminds me that there is always joy to be found even when you feel like everything is falling apart. And so to start today, I just want to tell you, a story, And as with all good stories, this one started many years ago in a cold, damp, scary squat where an 18 year old girl who thought she was all grown up was about to discover how much she had yet to learn about life. Like all of us, the girl had no idea what would unfold for her next and how this would shape her journey through life. She had no idea how much she'd have to learn and unlearn and no concept of how much she mattered. The girl was just an ordinary girl doing unextraordinary extraordinary things, doing her best to keep going and to survive rather than thrive. That girl was me. Even though your circumstances will be different, in many ways, she's you too. So I can remember standing on the threshold of my new life. Walking away from my family at 18 years old to start my grown up life by moving in with my then boyfriend and living life on my terms. This theme has run throughout my life. (laughs) It's why my work is shaped around helping others do this too. However, it didn't get the best start. I left home without any money. I always was impetuous. I had no job at the time. I had no self-esteem or self-worth at the time. Not that I knew that then, of course. I had very little food. Some days I'd survive on a Mars bar. That's not a sob story. That's what really happened. It's funny what you'll choose when you have no money and no food. And before long, my boyfriend revealed himself to be not only violent, but to be a complete control freak. And the transition was so subtle from being this loving person who gave me the love I was really craving into this controlling person who started to control what I wore, where I went, who I spoke to, what I said. And eventually broke me down to the point where I started believing all the nonsense he told me about myself. And I'd already walked away from my family and didn't speak to them for quite some time. Needless to say, they did not approve of this guy. They were right, as it turned out, but I had to find it out the hard way. And so I believed that I was all alone in the world and I had to sort this out for myself. And I did sort it out for myself. You can read the whole story in my book, The Magical Unfolding which is not why I share this, but I don't want this whole episode to be about the story. But essentially, I sorted it out. I found a way to get myself free. I found a way to escape. I had no help. I did it myself without any resources other than the resources I was born with, the inner flame we all have, that really compels us to keep going when times are tough, to find solutions, to find ways through, to look for the cracks, the little chinks of possibility. Something within us keeps us going when times are tough and it helps us to escape from situations that are terrible for us. So I know with the current situation, many of us have no choice. If we get sick, We are on our own and we have to fight it. The chinks of possibility are few and far between. And yet, there is an incredible part of us that will find any way it can to keep going and to survive and to thrive when all the chips are down. And if you're not personally impacted by... The situation going on and unfolding in the world right now. I'm sure you can think of times in your life when you have had seemingly impossible situations, awful things to transcend and you've found a way to come through the other side. And so I wanted to share that because never before have so many of us needed reminding that we have what it takes to navigate these times. I want to remind you that you've done the hard bit in so many ways. As we travel through our life, we encounter different challenges and we undergo many evolutions, gathering data and making discoveries as we go. We absorb these learnings and evolutions into our being, stacking them up like Russian dolls inside the adult we become, eventually forgetting they're even there. We have made it through the trials and tribulations of childhood, the traumas of our teens. We've waved farewell to the angst of our 20s and the heartbreaks in our 30s. We've learned, we've grown, we've loved, we've lost. We've lost ourselves and become ourselves over and over again. We've reached this point. We have learned and transcended so much. We may be facing the most trying times we can remember in many ways, but we are not facing them alone. And we have become wise and stronger through our founding ground in character-forming years than any of us knows. And we just, we don't remember that. We fail to recognize how incredibly knowledgeable and valuable we are in terms of our capacity to transcend things and to help others who are once where we used to be. We underestimate the power of our experience and our knowledge, not seeing how the discoveries and learnings we've had can act as catalysts, golden light bulbs of inspiration to inform future us and to inform others. We're basically a walking magical masterpiece and by our mere existence by all of the experiences we've had we have become this incredible shining beacon of light to somebody who we don't even know about and our ability to transcend the lessons we've faced the trying times we've had really does make us so much stronger than any of us actually Realize. So I believe that turning points are opportunities to step more fully into life and to really recognise who we are and to start owning that. They are also opportunities to embrace the journey, not focus on the destination. And in a world that feels often overwhelming, unpredictable and crazy, We could all use a reminder about the power of hope, possibility and magic, because it is there, hiding in the cracks of chaos, and there are gifts to be found in the messiness of life. Especially the gift in the messy middle that we're all experiencing right now. This pandemic, this crisis. So... The word crisis has been misrepresented in motivational circles as meaning opportunity when written in Chinese. The truth, according to Victor H. Mayer, a professor of Chinese Language and Literature at the University of Pennsylvania, is that a crisis is a crucial moment in time when one needs to be especially wary. And so the gift of of this moment, this crisis, this pandemic, is actually, in my opinion, that it reminds us what our most valuable commodity is. And it reminds us to be wary of wasting that gift. Our most valuable commodity is ourselves. And the other valuable commodity is time. The one thing we can't control, gather more of, or ignore but also the one thing we waste without even thinking about it until something stops us short and wakes us up to face facts. We are not infinite. Our time here is for night. And one day we will no longer be here in this form. Which is a realisation, I know, that feels horrible But hear me out here because I feel in truth, this is the moment of our awakening. And once faced, it actually sets us free. When you've awakened to the realisation that you will not be here forever, a realisation I got to learn early on from the time I started nurse training at 19, once I'd escaped from that man, You know, I was faced very early on with the reality of life and death, and I'm grateful for that because it's given me a very healthy appreciation of how lucky I am to wake up each day, which is why I celebrate each day the moment I awake. And when you've awakened to that realisation, you have two choices. Either head down Rumination Alley or Regret Street and spend your precious time trying to turn back the clock, or... You choose the path of embracing the now, accepting what you can and can't control. And you start embarking on a more conscious path each day in small moments that ensures you make the most of your time here. So you dance with the situation rather than be controlled by the situation. And this is the gift of of a turning point. Right now we are collectively being given an opportunity to really step into accepting and owning all that we are so that we can, as Christiane Northrop said, become a conscious vessel for the life force that is always flowing through you. So to wrap up, how do you take this information forwards? How do you use this to help you navigate these times or help you navigate any turning points? Well, I would really invite you to do whatever reconnects you to a sense of the moment. Do whatever reconnects you to being really fully present, even if it's only for a few moments, a few minutes here and there each day, because you will find that when you reconnect to the things that make you feel more present, that bring you into the here and now, your capacity to find solutions for anything that you personally are dealing with right now will be much greater. You will find that your sense of peace will actually be much greater when you're right here, right now, in the present, rather than letting your head lead you off down some alley somewhere. And you will find that your ability to respond rather than react gets infinitely better and better. So give yourself permission to do whatever you need to do in small moments here and there to be present. Whether that is doing something like reading, listening to podcasts like this, journaling, painting, whatever it might be. I know I've talked about this before. Give yourself permission to do something that really connects you to who you are, to what lights you up, connects you to your essence. And don't judge what that looks like. Don't judge yourself For not doing big stuff. Keep what you're doing small. Because when you are navigating your way through any turning point in life, never mind a collective huge turning point, it is the small steps that slowly shift stress. And ultimately, only you know what's right for you. So this is a reminder that you have All of the inner knowing you need and you just have to trust what your heart says. Don't be listening to what your head says. So I really hope this helps. I hope you found something useful in this episode that will help you navigate each day forwards in a more compassionate, loving way. That recognises who you are, the journey you've had to this point and all that you still have to offer And if you need some support or some help to really tap into a sense of the present moment to really get out of your head and more into your heart, then I'd love to invite you to check out my new Zen in 10 challenge that is coming on the 30th of April, if you're listening to this before then, where I'll be showing up. In a pop-up Facebook group for 11 days, we have a break in the middle and I'll be sharing 10 simple ways to introduce more serenity into your days when you feel stressed or overwhelmed. And the idea is that each of these simple things stacks on top of each other and they take mere moments. So even if you're really busy right now and you don't feel like you have any time, This is something that I've run twice before. I know it's impactful. I know these tips help. And really, you can integrate them into your life really, really simply, which is always my intention with everything I share. I want to make it easy, achievable and simple to fit in and impactful. So if you're interested in that, come over to the website, helenrobello.com. That will take you to the home page. If you scroll down, you will find an image for the Zen in 10 challenge. Click on that and you'll be able to join us. That would be amazing. I'd love to connect with you through that. And in the meantime, have a beautiful day. Remember, you've got this. And if I can help you in any way, just reach out. All being well, I'm here. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Turning Point Project. If you found this episode useful, I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review the podcast as it really makes a difference and will only take a moment. If you'd like to continue the conversation or ask me any questions, come and connect with me over on Instagram at author, or join the Free Magical Life Movement at helenrabello.com. Have a gorgeous, gorgeous day and I'll catch you in the next episode.